This podcast has been brought to you by AD Banker and Company. They have been helping those new to the industry to pass their insurance licensing exam since 1979. Find out more about how they can help you license your producers and staff at adbanker.com. Our guest today is Angela Johnson, an award-winning insurance producer and author living in Friendswood, Texas. Angela obtained her B.A. in literature in 1996 and then had a career in a mid-level management position with a major phone company before starting her career as a farmer's insurance agent in Friendswood, Texas. Angela started from scratch with an agency in 2005 with zero sales and zero insurance experience and currently has approximately 5,000 policies in force. She has achieved multiple Achievement Club awards and honors, including being selected three times to the President's Council, which recognizes the top 1% of producers with farmers insurance across the United States. Angela has been honored to address her fellow agents at many events, including many social media seminars around the United States and across uh, uh, the country. Angela is also the co-author of Going Tradigital, which is a social media made easy for insurance agents guide. Please welcome Angela Johnson to our program. Welcome to our program today, Angela. Thank you for having me. Boy, it's great to have you dial in and uh, talk with us today. Uh, now, as I understand it, you're down in uh, Friendswood, Texas. I am. That's a suburb of Houston. It's uh, it, now. Are you from uh, the Friendswood area, or did you grow up in Houston, or uh, were you a Texas native? I am a Texas native and grew up not too far from Friendswood in an adjoining little community. So I'm um, from this area, see people that I went to school with, uh, I want to say every day <laughs> at the grocery store or, you know, around town. Yeah, so you went to college close by? I went to, um, yeah, high school and college close by. Boring, boring. Yeah. I have to travel for, uh, you know, vacation to have an exciting life. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I, I, you just got back from a vacation, didn't you hear just recently you were telling me? Oh my gosh. I just got back Monday night late from Belize and it was beautiful. Did you come back with a sunburn or suntan? Uh, hmm. I don't get a suntan, <laughs> so maybe a little bit more tan than normal. It's uh, when you were growing up and in your school, what was your favorite subject when you were in school? Oh, my favorite favorite subject was English, which is what my degree is in, literature. Now, were you thinking that that would really equip you really well when you get in the insurance business? <laughs> you know what? Um, it. I was thinking that I was going to be a teacher, which was not for me. My last two years of college, I did substitute teaching, and that just was not going to be for me. Um, and one of my final classes that I took in the education uh, major was the uh, professor came in and said, if you are here, if you want to be a teacher so that you get off Christmas and summer, then this probably isn't the right job for you because it's really hard. 
and you have to really have a passion for it. And I just thought, oh, I'm out. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Um, but I could not be more happy to be an insurance agent. I love it. Um, and it really does, my degree really does serve me well in writing emails, you know, just communication, um, writing my blog, um, communicating with people. And, um, I think it's, you know, worked out fine. Now, I know you've had uh, great success in the insurance business. Uh, before you got in the insurance business, though, was there any uh, job that you took that was really kind of a dirty job that you really hated that uh, uh, that uh, that you encountered? In the insurance business? No, it's, uh, in anything. Or before. Uh, anything before you uh, got off onto your start successful career. Yeah. Um, other than... High school and a little bit in college, I worked at a fast food restaurant in my little town. Um, but they still, I mean, oh my gosh, they have the best onion rings in the world. Oh, so, wow. you know, you yeah. just kind of have to go through that. Um, so it was a good experience, but I, I, I'm glad that I don't work there anymore. Well, I, I share your uh, love of uh, prioritizing based upon their onion rings because, uh, that's actually how I choose uh, which restaurants I go back to as well. It's yeah. important, not frozen, yeah. hand battered. Absolutely. You know, in the uh, you've had great success there uh, in your area with your company. Uh, uh, what's one of the most exciting things about uh, your job in the agency when you show up at work each day? I really enjoy helping people protect their assets, but I really. Uh, more than that, enjoy helping people grow their assets through saving for retirement or uh, saving, investing for their kids' education, things that really are going to make a difference in someone's life. Of course, auto insurance or home insurance make a difference. You know, when you have a claim, you, you need a car and you need to get, you know, your home fixed and your roof replaced after a hurricane and that kind of thing. Um, but life insurance, you know, we can't replace you, um, but we can take care of your family. And, and instead of having to go to a barbecue fundraiser, I can deliver, you know, a million-dollar check if something unfortunately happens to someone or um, saving, you know, like I said, for investing for retirement and, and education, those things that, that can change the course of your life. And that's exciting. Yeah, tell me a little more about our listeners, a little more about uh, your typical day and uh, what uh, kind of staff you have and, uh, you know, what what goes on there day by day. Probably like most of your listeners, every day is different. Um, and I guess typical in that I come in with an agenda and what I want to get done. And then I put out a million fires, and about 4 o'clock I can actually do what I needed to do. Um, and today is one of those days. So I think we can all relate, no matter what kind of business you own, um, to just having crazy days sometimes, which is fun because it keeps things exciting. And right now I have five staff. I am da I'm short one, or I'm down one, and I'm probably short two or three. So I've got some resumes coming in right now and getting ready to hire. So I'll have uh, maybe seven or eight plus myself. And that 
includes my husband and my sister. Uh, my daughter did work for me until last September for about four years, and we have a lot of fun. What do you feel is uh, one of the characteristics, uh, I know it's important to differentiate your agency, uh, what do you feel is one of the important differentiators of your agency versus some of your competition in your market? What we like, what I like to do is, number one, communicate with people the way they want to be communicated with. So if someone only wants to do business in person, I'm here, we have a beautiful new office, and we're open and staffed. If they prefer to email primarily, we're happy to do that. If they want to do business over the phone, we can do that. We can do um, webinars where we share screens and do annual reviews that way. So we try to use simple technology to always be available the way that someone wants to communicate with us. And then the other something else that differentiates me is having trained and licensed, fully licensed staff. Um, so someone is always available, even if I'm in Belize for five days. Um, I think, you know, that's really important for people to get some staff in their office. Mm -hmm. And I also do a lot of marketing. So even when it's a hard market and it's really difficult and we're not winning as much as we want to. When we quote, um, I'm still marketing and just, you know, trying our hardest to sell. And if we don't make it, we exdate it and follow up with them until they buy or die. You know, when you say marketing, um, I'm presuming that some of that is digital. Uh, quite a amount of it is digital or maybe the majority of it is digital. How does that work? It is. Yeah. I combine, um, I do a significant amount of direct mail, which is how I started. I've only missed one month since July of 2005, and I've, right now I'm doing about 4,000 pieces a month. I've been as high as 10,000. Um, I'm always kind of playing with it and seeing, you know, which zip codes we're competitive in and analyzing if I need to send out more or less, just depending on how our products are going at the time. So I do a lot of that, but I also um, put all of my kind of social and digital information on the letter. So if someone, because that's what I like as a consumer, if I get a piece of direct mail, I want to be able to go online and find out more. So I've got a website and I do a lot with social media, a lot of prospecting on Facebook and LinkedIn. Like I mentioned, I live pretty much in the area that I grew up in, so I get a lot of business just because um, I kind of keep myself top of mind on Facebook as an insurance agent. Nothing salesy, nothing, um, you know, intrusive, but just kind of checking in once or twice once or twice a month on Facebook, like when I get to work, talk, you know, kind of find something interesting to say and check in at my office and just try to stay top of mind. And so when my on my little connections on Facebook or shopping, they think of me. Well that's really interesting. Uh it's amazing how this stuff is evolving and how quickly 
Matter of fact, I think it's how I uh, I come across your name from several resources, but one was uh, you do also do public speaking and uh, you have a podcast uh, that helps uh, agents with social media, doesn't it? Uh, maybe explain it to me. So that in our I listeners. do. Yeah. Um, there are three of us across the country, all insurance and financial services agents, and we kind of got together just helping each other. There started out as eight of us, and then once it's kind of become a real company, we've, you know, not everybody had time to put as much um, effort in as, as it required. So uh, there are three of us across the country, and we help train agents on how to use social and digital marketing to grow their business. And is that in a seminar form or as a subscriber or just as a, as a free service? We have several yes to all of that. Um, we have a website, which is wearesocialheroes.com. We did not name ourselves. Um, another company sponsored us for a seminar and said when we were just kind of not a company and they started calling us the social heroes. And then everybody kind of started knowing us that way and when it came time to pick a company name, we chose that. So we were not like, um, we didn't name ourselves that. But mm-hmm. uh, we do have seminars. We've gone all across the country and probably done 10 or 15 full-day seminars, 10 or 15 half-day uh, from coast to coast. And then we go to state conferences and um, sometimes meet with, agents um, or marketing execs and, you know, just trying to help companies plan out their strategies for what their agents need. And so we do live events. We've got an online academy that's subscription-based that is about, right now it's about 90 to 100 videos that are 5 to 15 minutes, just short little bites broken down on specific actions to take with your social and digital marketing. We've got a podcast, which is free, and then there are, I think, three webinars on our website that are free. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, now, you've been in the business a number of years. Uh, how has the business changed from, say, your first year in business compared to now in terms of uh, how you connect with customers? What's uh, What's been the shift, and, and where is that now? Oh, my Online has been the biggest shift. I get lots of service requests through Facebook Messenger a lot. Um, And let's see. Oh, I know what I was going to say earlier. If I'm sure most people had this experience if they've been an agent more than, say, five years, and they might still be doing it. But my district manager, who's great, you know, this is just what they did, said, okay, we need your Project 100, we're going to do your Project 100 letter, you know, get a spreadsheet together of 100 people that you know with their names and addresses, and we're going to send them this form letter letting them know that you changed careers and to think of you when they need a quote. And even at the time, that just did not match my personality. I did not feel comfortable doing that. Um, it just seemed to me, not that it, you know, is this way for everybody, but to me it was just icky and cheesy and I hated it. 
So I put about 20 names on the list and sent those out. But now with Facebook, you can tell 5,000 people in an interesting way that you've changed careers and, you know, give you an opportunity to win their business. So um, just the stories that you can tell online in, like I said, in an interesting way that is more geared towards your audience than um, call me for a quote is really amazing. Yeah, that is. It's... um... Did you uh, have family in the business? Uh, did you uh, did you have a mother, father, grandparents that were involved in the business? I did. My grandparents were independent insurance agents for about forty years, and they retired when I was in high school, like early ninth or tenth grade. So by the time I started this, they were they had already passed away, unfortunately, because I would have loved to have pick their brain or, you know, bought their book of business. That would have been nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I did. I did. And it's, uh, did you uh, have a chance to work in the agency or see how they operated? Or did your grandparents give you any advice? Or maybe, maybe even did they do things that you observed that you think, you know, my gosh, they had it figured out or they had it right? did a little bit because they worked from home. So all, you know, until they retired, um, they were working from home and I was over there a lot. And so, you know, we always had to answer the phone a certain way because there weren't two lines, you know, you just had one home phone. Um, and so I would listen to them talking with their insureds and talking to each other about different scenarios and stuff like that and just how professional that they always were and how happy their clients always were because they took such good care of them. Um, And the story that made the biggest impression on me is that um, the reason they work from home is because my grandfather took polio when their kids were three, six, and nine. So he stayed in an iron lung in the hospital for over a year, came home, and he had been um, an accountant at Shell Oil um, here in Houston, and so he needed a different job because he was paralyzed from the neck down after that. So one of their friends suggested insurance, and she was the, you know, body, and he was the mind, basically. I mean, not that she didn't have a sharp mind, but he would... um he had a headset, and she'd dial the number, and he'd make all the calls, and she'd type out all the paperwork and and do it that way. But I've always known the story that when they were just starting out, which, you know, we can all relate to, um, she had made a cold call to someone. I don't know if she kind of knew them maybe from church. It wasn't a close friend. But somehow she ended up, you know, she called this person, and, the woman said, well, my husband makes all those decisions, and and she said, and here's my grandmother with, you know, three kids, a husband who's paralyzed from the neck down, starting their own business, and she said, well, okay, I need to speak to your husband, and she said, well, he's a um, he's doing a medical internship. He's becoming a doctor, and so he's at the hospital all the time, and he gets home at 1 in the morning, and she said, okay, may I call him at 1 in the morning, and the lady said, sure like, right, this person's really going to call at 1 in the morning. And 
my grandfather woke up in the middle of the night one night, and she was selling her heart out, <laughs> insurance, <laughs> at one in the morning to this oh. poor doctor. <laughs> that is an interesting, so, that is a fun story, yeah. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. So yeah. that kind of persistence throughout their whole life, even if it wasn't about insurance, just made a huge impact on me. Say, uh, if you were to have, uh, I know you've had a great su- success, have had, and, and uh, are on the great uh, trajectory to continue to grow your business in great proportions. Uh, if you were to have a niece or a nephew ask you uh, about uh, the opportunity in the insurance business, what advice would you give them if they were considering a career uh, in insurance? Let's see. That's a good question. I would... Um... You know, I was kind of going to say work in an agency first and make sure you like it, but I didn't do that. I just quit my corporate job and jumped in. So um, I think I would give someone that same advice if they had the right personality for sales and entrepreneurship is, you know, you're not getting any younger. And everyone wishes they had started in the insurance industry sooner doesn't matter who you ask. Their only regret is that they waited longer than they should have. Uh, so I think I would say go for it. Hire staff as fast as you can, at least one. Um, you know, figure out your processes and then duplicate yourself and teach it to someone else and just continue on and on and on. Never stop marketing and help other agents succeed too because there's plenty of business out there for all of us. You know, it sounds like you you nailed it on the head. Uh, I've heard that more than often, more than once. Uh, Very rarely I've ever encountered anyone who says, well, my only regret is I didn't start sooner. Mm -hmm. I think you got it right. Angela Johnson, farmer, successful farmer's agent in Friendswood, Texas. We're sure glad that you could dial in and talk with us today and share with us uh, your story. Thank you for having me, Dennis. Nice to speak with you. Oh, hi, you're still here. Say, if you are interested in reaching thousands of licensed insurance producers across the country, why not consider sponsoring a guest podcast? If you had sponsored this episode, we would be telling thousands of listeners daily about you and your company. Find our contact information to request prices and availability at insuranceradio.com.